I didn't. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't have like sunblock packed in my bag. Yeah. I just didn't think yeah. about it. And so we get out there. Just, I didn't even have a hat. Oh. And so luckily, you had tin foil though. I had tin foil, yeah. <laughs> which but, was a <laughs> terrible idea. back to Eclipse on Tap, the podcast where we talk about eclipses of all kinds and space in general. We're back with you here in the month of November for episode 38. Howdy. We think it's 38. Yeah. I just I, I just was <laughs> just juggling here. around. Yeah. I was like, is this 33 or 30? Next month will be my golden episode. I'm, 30, will. I'm 39 on the 39th episode. There you go. That'd be pretty cool. That'll be the last time that happens for 100 episodes for any of us. Yeah. 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 It's crazy to think that we're that close to 40. Every time you, you hit like 30, 40, you know, all the different yeah. episode milestones, I think it's, uh, yeah. I meant episodes by the way, not age. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'll let you know next year. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, it's kind of cool. Almost to uh, 40 episodes. That's substantial. That's a milestone. Sure yeah. is getting yeah. up there. But yeah, month of November, we've actually had some really nice weather here in Grand Rapids the last couple of days. Um, sunny at least And then there was uh, Thursday was in the 60s Late here in November here Mid-November Windy as all hell Yep Yeah A little breezy But uh, It wouldn't have been launch weather No No, no. Breezy no. and rainy A little bit uh, last weekend I, I did not enjoy that Sitting in the woods for, for hunting It was terrible Yeah It was a oh, yeah. 50 opening, mile an hour gust Opening weekend In yeah, rain weekend, too Yeah in rain It was uh, And I was sitting in a tree so <laughs> I got down from the tree I'm like I can't do this Yeah the day before was beautiful like it was today. Yeah. And uh, so I went up and I set up the tree stand and I got everything. It takes a while, you know, it's like hauling that thing out there. Right. Um, and then I did barely even used it yeah. <laughs> just because it, it was, I don't want to sit in a tree. I'd want like a hut or something just so yeah. like if it's windy or um, rainy or whatever, at least you're dry in there. Yeah. My uncle, or one up. of my uncles hunts like that. Yeah. And I, on the very last afternoon, the last sit of, um, for me, it was just a couple of days there. Um, I hadn't seen anything where I was of, of, you know, of note. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, well, sit in my hut on the, on the last afternoon. And uh, that of course was the day when it wasn't raining and it wasn't that cold, but yeah. it was still, you sit in that thing and yeah, it's Get a more cozy chair. It's like the equivalent of a beer. Uh, glamping yeah. to camping, yeah. Yeah. but, but it's, I mean, Hey, if you're sitting out there, did for anybody a while, get anything? My dad got one. Nice. Six point. Yep. Nice. Nice. Yeah. He was successful. So he's been on a roll. He, when I was a grown up, uh, I think I was maybe 10, he got his first and then he didn't get anything up until like the last couple of years and oh. he's been on a bit of a streak. So, And they've been doing that for a long time, right? Yeah. This is my, the, my two uncles 50th straight. Sheesh. So they made, yeah. yeah, it was, we did a little celebratory thing. It was fun. We, I got like a, a an actual like brass plaque uh, inscribed, you know, to like oh, nice. signify the 50th anniversary of it. And um, yeah, it was cool. It, I'm looking around for it and and most of the places around here were offering just like it's actually it's what you'd see on like a baseball trophy mm-hmm. you know like a little yeah. like Placard adhesive thing yeah. where it's like laser etched it just doesn't look that good yeah yeah so i uh con- there's this company in the uk actually and they take it's like a three mil thick piece of brass like an act like something you'd see on a bench right you know, a little bit more official and it turned out really good so that was fun 50 years <laughs> i'm gonna get us a trophy for uh, our 50th episode 
Yeah. It'll be just like one of those plastic ones. That's Pass like it a, around like the Stanley yeah. Cup, fill it with beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, yeah, we should do that. Like a little little cup. We'll, we'll just do a cheap one. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. find one that, yeah, yeah, if you've got one laying around yeah. from Little League we, or something. Actually, yeah, yeah we, we probably, yeah. We, we or from try. cycling. I, one. One. I, from, just, from I just cleaned out all my cycling trophies. Yeah. yeah. I got a good one. Use that. <laughs> it's plastic. Plastique. I've got a metal one, I think, but yeah. But yeah, so November. <laughs> what, what have you guys been up to um, this month of November? Uh, new bike day for me. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. You Pick, did. Yeah, that's worthy news. Road bike. Worthy yeah. news. The the trek, trekimanda. Yeah, yeah. So not a got sponsor. That out. Yeah, <laughs> yet. I uh, got that out um, when we had that nice little warm stretch. Mm-hmm. Took a couple rides on that. Yeah, and then feeling good. Yeah, getting it dialed in. Sweet. Yep, yeah. got got a new uh, new stem. Yeah, just ordered that tonight. Really Bad boy. We had a fifteen minute conversation <laughs> about stems before yeah. we started pre recording. I mean, it's it it can it can <clears throat> make or break the look of a bike. Really, it know? really can. You got to be careful. Yeah, yeah it's a, a small a small piece, but uh, has a big effect on the the look. Yeah, slam that stem. Certified slam, <laughs> bruh. Should we crack a beer? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Big shout out to Ecliptic again. Um, they've been really hooking us up with their new beer releases. And this time I did not forget to bring Colette's little message of how the beers were made and, and what they taste like. So, Nathan, take it away. All right. I'll, I'll, I'm going to include the top outside of the description. It says, uh, we've re-released our original Vega number no. 1. The Vega IPA series began as a limited craft-only option and quickly grew popular. We started packaging the series on Vega number no. 6. And decided to rebrew number one for repackage. Apparently, it was only available on tap when yeah. you went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As it is a, a fan favorite uh, from back in March of 19. Hope you enjoy it. <clears throat> Rundown on it Vega IPA is an experimental hot playground for our curious and creative. Uh, yeah, for our curious and creative brewers to continuously source new and unique hops, exploring the boundaries of the IPA style. The result is a fresh and distinctly different IPA in each new release. Vega number one shines with flavors of melon, tropical fruit, a hint of coconut, and citrus. A dank Northwest style Ooh, IPA. Dank. Yes. Just love that word. ABV 6.5, 45 IBU. All right. Six and a half. So it's so going to slap a little bit. We've had, uh, um, I think, eight, Vega 6, 7, and 8 um, yep. on the podcast. And they're all kind of a juicy or a hazy type. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, it looks like it's a bit hazy. I yeah, love, it looks a little. I love the color. It's got some haze. Oh yeah, but it's not too hazy. It See, clears up. Remember we were talking about yeah, that last yeah. time? Like yeah. the the ones that have all the big hop flavor, those juicy IPAs. I like those the best. Yeah, because they're yeah. not as sticky or sweet. Yeah, a little cleaner. With the hazy. Sticky icky. Yeah. That's a beer by Shorts makes a beer called that. <laughs> sticky oh, oh, icky. Oh. A little overflow. <laughs> oh, it's got a nice yeah. head on it. Sorry, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Thank you. Thank you for. You better give me that. <laughs> yeah, it's actually not hazy at all. I got a, I got a, I got a solid pour here, folks. But yeah, very good. Cheers to Cheers. Uh, John ni- Harris and uh, Colette Becker at Ecliptic. Cheers. Yeah. Vega number one. I just mm, love that. Mm. Oh, that's easy drinking. Love that's me. really a good. Paper towel here. That's really good because it like Get a straw, packs. not a paper towel. That's probably the one of the more drinkable IPAs I've ever had. Yeah. As far as just cleanliness, it almost. Know, packs the punch of the IPA, but yeah. it doesn't taste. You know, it doesn't carry that heavy weight of it. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's it's nice. not like you're chewing on it, right? 
was the one that we had? Was it last episode and we were like, it looked like pulp? Oh, that it? was two episodes ago from uh, that place in Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. It was like orange juice with pulp at the yeah. bottom of the last swig. We we're all like, ooh. Yeah. It's like, like an M43 kind of. Yeah. Where there's just a ton of sediment. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, this is delicious. Big cheers, Vega number one. And also, um, while we're on the topic of Ecliptic, they just recently won a cool award. Their third time winning it in the last five years. They're the 2020 Oregon Beer Showdown champions. Hell yeah, they are. So it's That's like right, John a, Harris. It's like a uh, NCAA tournament bracket style where they really? just put up 64 different Oregon breweries to start out, and they seed them. So I think Ecliptic, it's it's seeded based on um, number. Seed. No, it's based on number of barrels produced. Oh, okay. Which I think is fair because it's like yeah. That, yeah. that would be the yeah. most visible and most popular, so to speak. Right. But you you know you you don't build in any of the taste characteristics. That's just on the name alone. So I think they were a five or a six seed or something. I don't know somewhere in there because they're kind of like uh, still considered micro, I think. But they produce you know enough beer to distribute. Right. Um, and so uh, yeah. Just based on people's votes, uh, I think it's you know shared all over, um, and they, they leave it open for quite a while, and then at the end of it all, it's, so it's one one v one for just like the the tournament, you know, and they, yeah. they made it all the way through to the final four, and then uh, and then beat out uh, I can't remember who is they it beat on out, their is it on their lineup of beers or is it on like you just enter a beer into it's the just, contest just the brewery altogether oh, okay. yeah oh okay yep right. so so they won uh, they won that that was pretty cool. Oh, That's yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, big cheers. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, third time in five in the last five years. So. Yeah, they should do something like that here in Michigan. I think they do. do, they? They do. Yeah, oh, I've okay. seen it before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, a little late to the game. Yeah. Too, well, Usually I it's guess, like uh, it's advertised on you know Facebook or whatever. You, in it, well, what the, a great just their idea. page. <laughs> All the <laughs> they participants. Do that here. <laughs> They've been doing it here for like fifty years. <laughs> All the participants need to share it to their social media. So if if you follow maybe one or two of those places, which is likely, um, then you just click on it and you vote for that particular round, round of sixty four, thirty two, sweet sixteen, elite eight, okay, final four. So it's it's a all the way down. It's a <laughs> wait. So they go from sixty four to thirty two. No. Take sixty four, um, divide by two. <laughs> um, so it's it's a fan based thing. It's not yeah. like they have a panel tasting I, them all. I don't believe so. I think it's yeah. fan a fan based uh, award. Hmm. Well, shit, we should have been voting. I got. No, maybe I we. Maybe I got ExpressVPN. We could set ourselves up to be in Portland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just all go to your house. Yeah. and hook into the VPN. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, it's cool for them. I think just to know that um, even though they're not the biggest brewery, you know, they're they're definitely in the hotbed of uh, breweries for Oregon and Portland. Portland and Bend, I think, are the two main ones. But the fact that they're still significantly small in a big sea of large brewers there, um, and that at least from a fan perspective, they they're they the kill it. the most yeah. yeah they just absolutely kill it I yeah big that's a real big accomplishment for, it's the place for to guys. go when you're when you're there I think in in Portland <clears throat> it's it you know I think eventually hopefully I'll be able to get there and like we we uh we have dreams I'm of I'm a little scared to go right now I'm yeah not lie I don't know if, yeah. I don't know if I'd go right now of all the, yeah <laughs> like I think everything's on the table there yeah yeah it is yeah, I heard that yeah, yeah they they decriminalize all drugs yeah so yeah. I mean I'm sure it's not as bad as I think it is <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, it's but not, it, it like paints a it's picture. It's not bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> when you read it in your, yeah, you're in, like, on the paper. You, wait, it, so you can just do anything you want there now? Yeah, yeah. that's what, yeah. When you first read it, it, it's kind of the shocking statement. But probably yeah. in 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 functionality, like in reality, it's probably not as bad as you think. No. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I should ask uh, my, my buddy Adam. 
that we know of. He's in Portland. Brewing. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. We get. Yeah. I'll have to ask him. What's, what's have him like? Ask, ask him. <laughs> what are the people sp- walking down the street tripping balls? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's it like driving down the road in Portland? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give uh, us a give us an update. But yeah, um, the safe haven, Ecliptic Brewing, awesome stuff. Uh, big cheers. We've and, had, we've got another one from them in the second half. So. Ooh. Is that a tease? And despite it is, <clears throat> it is a tease. Despite the let me, uh, let the, me give you a little bit the more recent uh, shutdowns uh, again for uh, <clears throat> you know in in bar in brewery um, service or restaurants and stuff like that um, they are still open. I see that they have uh, pickup curbs, curbside pickup. They also have outdoor. I, think, yep. I believe they have outdoor seating. Yeah, some patio stuff and some new merch on the website. So yeah, they mm. do. Yeah, they're, they're just in time for Christmas. They're uh, not skipping a beat with all this. They're, yeah. I've noticed that the whole time. They really seem to adapt it well. Yeah. Um, at least based on a lot of the ones fluid. I follow. Yeah, they stay fluid. They pour some space in their face. <laughs> That's Get right. Get you some. <laughs> Get some. <clears throat> but what really, else is going on? Really good. Well, big launch. Big launch. Yeah. yeah. Big big launch. Actually, a friend of ours, Mike, was down in Florida. He said he was. What did he say? It was a hundred miles away. Yeah, or so, and he saw. Yeah, it. I think about hundred miles. Night yeah. launch. That's the cool thing about a night launch. Yeah, that's my yeah. Uh, my buddy Matt Belfler lives in Gainesville, and he was about one hundred twenty miles, but he still got to see it in the sky. Yeah, not yeah. That. Mike said it was like one of the coolest things ever he's ever seen. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And just knowing that there's four people on top of that thing too right. makes it probably even more surreal to right. see yeah. it in person. Yeah. So yeah, big. I mean, big news for SpaceX. I mean, we knew that the. Uh, the de- the DM one mission the demo mission with uh, Bob Benkin and Doug Hurley was a success, but for NASA to officially sign SpaceX that contract of allowing them to send NASA astronauts like it's written in words and signed on like we trust you like clearly it worked out well yeah and uh, to to think that was it ten or eleven years ago when they first launched Falcon one. Mm-hmm. And now we're that. That's not that long. It's ten no. or eleven years. No, no. it was two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah. Almost so, two thousand ten <clears throat> now. Yeah, yeah. And so you're now you're launching four human beings from a, you know, government run NASA. Yeah, is saying you're you're good enough to do this full time. Let's make it. Which happen. is, I feel like they should just, you know, combine forces. Yeah. Like you know, I, I get no. like everybody. No, I think SpaceX is better off private. Well, Elon would would never would never do it. Yeah. Um, just cause I think the money factor would probably be a big one. It wouldn't yeah. make as much money, but he'd probably honestly look at it like, you know, a, a setback almost. Well, probably, if, he, if he ran for president, then it could happen. And I would, I would be a proponent for that. That'd be yeah. a merge. That'd be, yeah, that'd yeah. be good. Um, but yeah, so for them to sign that, um, and then just, you know, a few days later, turn around and, and launch yeah. the, the crew one mission four people. Um, what was it? their names were, um, there are four, three, three men and one woman. Yep. The crew was, uh, commander Michael S. Hopkins, pilot Victor Glover, mission specialist one, Sochi Noguchi and mission specialist two, Shannon Walker. Um, three NASA astronauts and one Japanese astronaut from the Japanese space agency. And they made it up without a without a hitch. Yeah, no, three yeah. days orbiting before they docked. <clears throat> they and they were fumbling around. I think with the hatch, maybe like just before launch. I know there was something going on. I don't know what it was, but there yeah. was yeah something with the hatch when it was on the pad. Obviously, that they were taking a look at, and um, 
doing doing something. I, I don't really know exactly what the issue was, but there was there was a problem. <laughs> that would be enough but, for me to back out yeah. if I was an astronaut. Yeah. Yeah. You triple checked it now. Yeah. <laughs> Did you triple check your triple check? <laughs> Did you hit the key fob to lock the door? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like we said that last time when, you know, they have that, that final command as astronauts physically in there to pretty much tell the ground control, yep, as far as we're concerned, sitting up here strapped in, yeah. we're good. It's on your command. Yeah. Do you know, do it when you when you're ready. Um that, it's, the be, inside of that shuttle still is so futuristic looking oh yeah, compared cool. to anything you've seen in the past. Oh, that they it's <laughs> like a Star Trek episode. Yeah, yeah. it literally looks like it's out of a sci fi movie. I uh I saw somebody posted something and it was just a few pictures it was a picture of the apollo capsule where there's literally i mean there's no screens at all yeah just dials and a compass and you know yeah and then you had a picture of the um almost don't want to my beer then yeah yeah a picture of the um, shuttle and the shuttle's got a little bit more you know high tech you know obviously and then it's just a picture of the spacex and it's literally just three flat screen TVs and it's crazy like the progression but it's like a Tesla I mean you go you sit in a Tesla and it's 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 on like 20 other screen yeah it's (laughs) unlike any other vehicle on the road there's yeah yeah there's like no manual things anymore there's no dials there's no it's all just touchscreen yeah it's very ahead of its time yeah in in both regards the capsule and the car and it's all automated I mean they literally I mean once the second stage engine is done and they're on their way to the station to yeah, catch up like, to the station the all the docking everything like that it's all yeah. automated they, they literally are i mean not to take anything away but it's just crazy i don't want to take anything away from the astronauts because they could obviously they have to be there and ready if something fails if the automation it, right? fails yeah, yeah but it's crazy that that you know the, the ship can do it itself it's crazy but yeah. yeah and it's so cool to see um especially with like the high def cameras now yeah they have on the iss as kind of the anchor, the, the, imagine, the rendezvous point. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to. No, you're good. But you're good. like, w- <clears throat> when we go to the moon again, and <clears throat> when we go to Mars, it, you know, the footage that from the '60s is just so. I mean, that that was like the early stages of even color, wasn't it? Yeah. Color TV. Yeah. And now we're gonna have like 4K when yeah. they land on the moon. 8K. Yeah, yeah. 8K, whatever. Streamed, yeah. maybe a what is it? A sign- probably a several minute delay, but yeah. to us it would still look live. Oh yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean the, the quality is going to be yeah. insane. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, yeah that. So eat that, non-believers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. flat earthers. Even yeah, even NASA is. I mean their their goal. I think I think it, I mean it's been out for a while, but I think their goal is to be at the moon by twenty twenty four. Yeah, for Artemis. Yeah. yeah. So um, I mean, yeah, I think. Separate, I don't know. separate from separate, SpaceX. Separate from yeah. SpaceX, yeah. But um, with the Orion capsule. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, that'll even be, whether it's, you know, a handful of years, because they're talking about, I think, when's Starship? Is it a couple of years from now? Um, Starship has been, that's another story. In Boca Chica, Texas, has been, like, undergoing a lot of advancements. That SN1, SN2, all the different iterations of Starship. Mm-hmm. They did that, I think a couple episodes ago, we talked about the hopper test they did where it went up 150 meters and it looks like a giant farm silo. They've been doing, they did the held down, hold down test for the Raptor engine. That was insane where they, you know, they're obviously just testing the, uh, the rocketry itself. But yeah, to, to see that thing making advancements, I can't remember the exact date. 
Yeah, I thought it was like 2022 they were going to try to do that. Maybe the, or actually the first launch is going to be pretty soon, I think. Yeah. Maybe even next year. But I don't know when they're actually going to put people in it. But Well, there's yeah. that Dear Moon mission. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was 2024. Okay. I got to back us up a second just to the, the aesthetics inside the um, yeah. dragon. Um, did you get to look inside the Orion when you were there? No. No, uh, it was the capsule that they had... Um, when I was in uh, Norfolk, Virginia, um, they at, at Langley they had it was basically there's a big gantry and they have a massive pool. So the test that I was seeing the, the capsule is already suspended oh. up in the air. And they, they didn't dr- give you like a tour of it or anything. No, yeah. no. I I mean <clears throat> they we started off in like this like conference room and they kind of it was like you know I was getting ready to go in for like the mission or something <laughs> like that like astronaut selection. So but this is what you're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> So here's a here's a photo though of the interior. I mean, it looks significantly more spacious, but it still kind of has like that more old school. Yeah, design. very very NASA ish. A lot of yeah. uh, you know bolt the bolts tapestry, showing. They're just not that <laughs> impressive. There's another photo of like the seat and stuff. Yeah, it's clear that I this is that? Uh, this is yeah this is function over form. Yeah. Whereas uh, in SpaceX case, not to say that it's not functional. Clearly, it is. It's very well made. Yeah. But he takes that extra consideration for form. Yeah. He wants to make the it suits, design. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Everything is just very futuristic, yeah. streamlined look. Whereas with NASA, they're they're working with, you know, their very strict budgets, and I think they're just let's put this thing together and make sure it's structurally sound. Yeah. And as long as it's comfortable and structurally sound, and, we're and good. That yeah. might be what it looks like now, but when it the final production, you know, might be. Something a little bit, you know. <laughs> the, the interior designers take a look at it. <laughs> We're going to go flat black on all the walls. <laughs> Decorating uh, the Orion capsule on HGTV. Yeah. They just, put, they just put a TV in it just to make it. <laughs> a couple of lamps. Yeah. Flip or flop. <laughs> Love it or list it. Yeah. And I can't imagine. <laughs> I, I mean, you have to imagine the. This, I think the suits for Orion are going to be very similar to like what we saw on the shuttle missions. Yeah. So they're not going to be. But I don't know. We might have to have a talk with NASA. Get you know, get some GQ help or something yeah. like that. Or, <laughs> Heavens, you know. no, you're not wearing. That. Yeah. <laughs> no. That dingy old rag. <laughs> it is interesting. You see SpaceX suits though. It does look like something you'd see on like a. It looks like futuristic runway or something. It just doesn't look, look like a spacesuit. Pretty identical. The the um, what was the Mars movie with uh, um, the Martian? The Martian. Oh, the yeah. Martian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they are. They similar. look very similar to those. Similar face shield yeah. where it kind yeah. of is a full glass rather than like a like a globe, globe of glass. Yeah. 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 Um, it's Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt Damon. Yep. That's a good movie. But Matt Damon. <laughs> yep. Um, Not yeah. our Matt Dayton. Not yeah, but it could be not to be confused you, with. You could be. I mean, could be in the Martian. Yeah, <laughs> on Mars. Yeah, poking a hole in your glove to get yourself to propel to <laughs> through space to. Uh, yeah, that was, was a crazy movie. Of, yeah, who who's catching him? I forgot. I don't recall. Yeah, we should have watched it. That's not, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> remember the what was it? Gravity, where she takes the fire extinguisher. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. one's so ridiculous. Actually. On Netflix right now, I think it's what it's what's it called like Away or something like oh, the that. Show, yeah, 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 we watched. Away. That's that. actually pretty good. Yeah, that's actually pretty good. I was a little skeptical, but that's actually pretty good. But yeah, um, it has. Uh, they did successfully land. Yeah, and that's where they ended season one. 
Yeah, who's the actress? The uh, from Pretty Woman, right? No, that, that girl. Is it? No, it's not Julia Roberts. It's. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I, I thought it was. No, it's. Um, uh, I'll think of her name. She was on Celebrity Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, she was. Well, she was. No, <laughs> her likeness was. Speaking of R.I.P. Alex Trebek. That yeah, sad. that was sad. Yeah. Yeah, space lover too. Sean, absolutely, and Sean legend. Connery. Absolutely, yeah. oh, and Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. both legendary. We human meet beings. again, Trebek. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, um, Hillary the, Swank. Oh, yeah. Hillary Swank. Yes, Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Um, but yeah, that show is that, that show is pretty good. Um, if you're looking for a show. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah Alex Trebek passing. That was sad. Yeah. I mean, he, it sounds like he 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 passed very peacefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was yeah pancreatic cancer. Yeah, stage yeah. four is when he, when he was diagnosed though that it was stage four, so it was pretty yeah. pretty grim. But he worked up until two weeks before his death. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, he like seemed. I mean, he was on TV for my whole life. Like, yeah, and, and be, way beyond that, him and uh, was it Pat uh, Sajak from Wheel of Fortune? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't age. They've been on TV forever. They're like they're always the same age. Yeah, they Vanna always White, have the same thing. gray hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And those shows don't. They've change been doing at all. it for they like bit... forty-five years, and they look like they're forty-seven years old. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. And the the cool thing, I mean, the crazy thing is like this: the show's exactly the same too. Yeah. It's just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, somebody who I think you know was is cl- very clear that he was extremely passionate not only about the show, his career, but about you know making sure that the questions were I, they, there's stories of he was him extremely intelligent yeah he yeah. he would always read the questions and you know you can only imagine someone like him who clearly was an intelligent guy and then you like constantly are putting all those facts and stuff in front of his face yeah you know he's retaining a good amount of that the yeah. dude was a genius i mean yeah no question um so pretty cool i mean there was one of the last episode not one not the last episode um that he ever aired but like definitely getting close to the end there was this there was this guy on the show who learned how to speak English from watching Jeopardy. Really? Serious. Yeah, yeah, and it, like he used to just um, I think you know he's obviously uh, an immigrant and didn't know English well enough I mean, maybe uh, to get by. Wow. And he used to just sit there and watch Jeopardy. And he was on the show though. Like he later in life he speaks. You would never know that he wow. never spoke English. He's very fluent. Gets on the show. Clearly an intelligent guy as a contestant. And then he he like. I think it was right after the show ended. Normally, when the credits are rolling and they're yeah. just talking casually, yeah. and it's usually the song, they let it they they let it play. I think, or or they at least kept it on yeah. record. I'm sure they've got Mike. Yeah. Or, or you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Who are they wow. going to get to replace him? That that's that'd be the tough thing. Mm. I don't know. You, I don't think you could. You know, uh, Dan yeah. Patrick did um, Sports Jeopardy for they did. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know if it was even a season or whatever, but they did Sports Jeopardy. Yeah, and he I, was the host of that, but I don't yeah. know if he would quit his day job to do that. I almost wonder if you, uh, you know, maybe you can keep the premise of the show, but make maybe make it a new name. Yeah, just let because yeah. he because yeah. it was than, him. It's him. Yeah, he's the the show. I think was uh, kind of lukewarm. Yeah, uh, it because it aired for a few years before he took it. Yeah, when I mean, you look at all the other shows just that have lukewarm, had, yeah, yeah, multiple hosts. Like The Price Is Right is never the same after Bob Barker passed. Yeah, right. You know. Who was on it now? Drew Carey or something? But they've yeah, had a couple so. of people. Didn't I, feel it's, like, I think it's Drew Carey. Yeah, still. Drew Carey's yeah. on it. But then like uh, Family Feuds had like oh, a yeah. hundred different hosts. Now it's yeah. Steve Harvey. Yeah, the perfect mustache. <laughs> that yeah. dude has a perfect mustache. 
And he's probably the best one they've had. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's got a good blend of yeah. humor and yeah. yeah. Who's that? Who, the, the guy before him was not that great. He's like an actor. Um, well, the the dude from Home Improvement. Yeah, was that on. guy. The Tim Allen. Tim. No, uh, the, the his partner on the TV show. I forget his name. Oh, now. Tim Al, the Tool Al, Man. Al Borland, yeah. the guy that played Al. Al Borland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, that guy. Yeah. Al Borland. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him, Al Borland. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, but, they get Will Ferrell to replay. Yeah. <laughs> God, that would be. <laughs> that, that would be a great host. Yeah. Um. But yeah, to bring it back full circle, the crew one mission was awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So back to yeah. where we started. <laughs> um, but they yeah, are they are successful. at capacity on the ISS. I heard yeah. one person doesn't get a bed right now. Oh wow! Yeah, it's and they it, have to it's like a lot of people up there. Yeah, it's <laughs> just floating. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they like they set up a sleeping bag on the floor was what I read, and they like tether it to the floor. Oh, that'd be so weird. Yeah. Huh. And, and then they just handcuff them to a handle. <laughs> <laughs> Don't float away on us now, Dave. <laughs> Yeah, who who's the one that has to sleep on the ground? <laughs> I mean, sleep? I would think it's one of the first people to come up, or the people that just came up, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and probably the, the person that's going to be there the least amount of time. Yeah, or maybe they switch off. Who knows? Yeah, but then there's, isn't there four more coming, in like two three weeks? I think yeah, yeah. And they, then they have a lot. Then of we plans send some home to re, yeah to kind yeah. of uh, cycle them out. But but I think yeah. the ones that the four that launched just this uh, this last mission are going to be up there for quite a while. Like close to a year, I think, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. So it was great to see it go flawlessly. <laughs> Not missing anything down here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah Just for the real. COVID. Yeah. yeah. Um, they had a flawless mission up to this point. It was uh, very cool to see. I um, um I actually, so watching before the launch, they, uh, I think it was on NASA TV. Um, they had interviews of, you know, people who have been on the station and like, asking about like their most fearful moments and uh i guess it i mean obviously you know we don't really hear about it too often um unless it's like a a near miss or a big deal but the changing of um altitude and changing of course and all that happens all the time where they have to basically avoid space junk and there was a guy telling a story um i mean it it you're pretty much like on call for that kind of stuff all the time. Apparently it's like it, like it could happen at any moment. And uh, I guess there was like an emergency at one point. And it's the stuff that we don't even hear about that they're, that they have to do outside of all the experiments that they're doing and all the yeah. repairs. And I guess um, I didn't realize like that, but that they could actually propel that thing. Yeah. I thought it was just in permanent orbit. No. So they can, they change their orbit. I mean, they have to occasionally yeah. anyway, but they can uh, obviously, use like i'm assuming it's like a thruster or something like that yeah. they can use to change their altitude if they need to to avoid an object or something like that but i guess it happens a lot i mean hmm. they they have to change course slightly just because of and it, it has to happen like like really soon because if they're especially if they're maybe traveling faster than the object and they're catching up to it or maybe vice versa the object's coming towards them but hmm. that'd be yeah. kind of a yeah, so the guy was, the astronaut was saying that that was his most yeah. fearful was yeah. there was a time. That well, well, there was one time that they had to do it and it was, I guess, like, you know, all hands on deck, have to move the station, like, right now kind of thing. And it was, wow. um, and it was, I think it was when they were all sleeping too. So they got woken up by this thing and they had to um, make, make a change of course. And I guess normally they can predict or obviously they can't really predict it, but they, they are tracking all the other objects. So 
normally they can tell, okay, in two weeks time, we're going to be coming up to this object. We got to change course or that maybe there's a satellite in the way or something yeah. like that. But, um, I guess in this case it was a satellite that they had to avoid. Oh, wow. Um, but they're, you know, they would have made contact with it, but he's like, that's, that's the most, um, stressful part of it. Cause you don't know when that is going to happen all the time. I guess yeah. th- there's some ob- objects that are so small that they don't know Yeah. until it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. It, it's interesting. I wonder how, too. Yeah. how often like you hear like a twink. <laughs> yeah. Well, <I'm, laughs> yeah. Or something makes contact yeah. in general. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, yeah, you wonder. There's a lot of stuff hanging off the side of that International mm-hmm. Space Station over the yeah. years as they've built it more and more. Um, yeah, it's also interesting to think too. Like you think of uh, the astronauts getting to the ISS is, of course, always even from uh, a layman is a very risky procedure. Mm. But then you figure like, okay, once they get on that thing, it's almost something in your mind. It's been around for so long, it becomes like routine. Yeah. They're, okay, the cool. They're in the ISS. Yeah. They're they're good for like the next year or whatever. But there's, you don't hear about that stuff. Like you yeah. said. I mean, and even on spacewalks, there was another guy that was talking, um, because on spacewalks, you know, the spacesuits are strong. It's a pressurized spacesuit, but at the same time, stuff can still penetrate through the suit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to think, you know, they're going how fast? I mean, I don't even know. 25,000 yeah. miles an hour or they're, something. They're going so fast, but. I, I mean, think that's how fast they go. If there's something. It, Google. If there's something like the size of a pebble that's headed towards them, it hits the suit, it could penetrate the suit as well. I mean, stuff like that can happen, which is pretty insane. And that thing, I mean, in general, I think the station, you know, obviously it takes a beating from stuff that's microscopic that mm-hmm. they're hitting, you know. Oh, yeah, so for sure. 15,500 miles per hour. All right. 4.76 miles per second. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, so you hit something going that speed. Yeah. And, you know, even if it's zero gravity, you're still, it, it's going to be, catastrophic yeah but and they they hit stuff all the time have you seen those photos of like a piece of um like plastic or rubber or something hitting like a solid like one cubic foot piece of aluminum in Mm -hmm. space yeah like yeah at you know twenty thousand miles an hour or whatever i mean it blasts apart yeah, a it's, solid, it's, dense piece of aluminum. Because even without gravity, you, you remove gravity, but physics are still physics. Yeah. That, that kinetic energy is still going to be there as yeah. long as the forces are coming through it at the right speeds. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's scary. It reminds me of, you know, the Smarter Everyday guy, mm-hmm. dude down in Alabama. He's, if, you, if, if you were listening to, to our podcast, I'm sure you probably know who he is. Uh, Dustin is his name. Yep. And he has some amazing videos of eclipses and all that sort of thing. But he does so much cool engineering stuff. Have you seen the the air pressure cannon he has? It shoots baseballs. Mm-mm. It's like he has to trailer it in. It's probably you know from from the guitar here to the door wall, or actually probably longer, maybe even to the end of the patio. It's a gigantic air pressure gun. So you put a vacuum on one side, you pull all that air in, and then you release it. It's like all stored, and it just shoots whatever is in that tube. Just at insane like so <laughs> do you guys ever have potato guns when you're kids it, it's the <laughs> no. same yeah, yeah same, same premise thing, yeah. but yeah. just a massive scale and yeah. they they hit Mach 1 with the baseball <laughs> wow <laughs> swing and a miss yeah <laughs> they have like a Don't slow motion camera with a special lighting behind it where you can actually catch the the schlaren like when the air like yeah way because yeah. of the mock it's it's literally chasing the speed of sound it's insane the in the you know the 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 cover of the baseball peels off and everything, but they they just started doing it now. Like they they 
made that record of hitting Mach one with a baseball, you know, just kind of fun. But now, now they're shooting it through stuff just to see. Yeah, it made it through like eighteen or fifteen uh, baseball gloves without a hit. It's just, it's just like they just had them set up on metal brackets, and it's just like that's crazy. Didn't even yeah, and it still made a massive mark on the steel. Yeah, that's crazy. I like his videos that, and he does these videos that are like a sound video. Oh, you're yeah, supposed those, to like yeah. just you you just basically I don't know what he call what's it like, called like it's. It's like very cerebral sound, like yeah. three hundred, like a HD sound or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has one for the Falcon Heavy launch. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. pretty cool. You, you just there's a, something about the way they tweak the levels of the uh, of the sound that somehow makes it more immersive. So you yeah. put you know good headphones on and you just kind of sit yeah. there and listen to it. I can't imagine what that would sound like to be on top of that rocket when it goes up. Oh yeah. Oh, It'd be insane. Been yeah, pretty crazy. I mean, you can hear it from like hundreds of miles away. What, yeah. What would it be like to have that thing strapped? You're strapped to the top of yeah. it. Yeah. Just the level of thrust too. It's just. Yeah. It's all insane. the shaking you would imagine. I mean, yeah. it'd be. I, mean, I don't know what it's like on SpaceX, but I mean, back in, in the, the Apollo, it's, yeah. it's in the Apollo on SpaceX. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Streamlined. <laughs> yeah. They have traction control. It smooths the ride. Yeah. But no, they. Um, it's like accelerating yeah. in a Tesla. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't even know it. But Apollo, those guys were, you know. Even even those guys were shaking like a leaf. Obviously, that was a Saturn V. So, you know, pretty freaking powerful. Yeah. It, it, you'd be they'd they're like I don't know if I had to hit a switch at launch. I don't I don't know how I would have done it. Like all the training that they went through to if they had to change something uh, on the you know in the capsule or something like that on during launch or something that they're like i don't even know how i would have reached a switch because it there's so much shaking yeah so much vibration but yeah, yeah. your hands like bouncing around as you're trying yeah. to reach for yeah it's crazy it's uh let back, alone back then it was a, yeah, yeah a lot different and it it's just a testament to those astronauts the apollo we talk about them all the time but man that's that's a different kind of yeah human being there it's yep. like jet jet fighter pilots that can adapt to the G forces that they face too, though, and they they're totally fine. You throw like us in the back of a jet, and they and start doing out. Yeah, oh yeah, it's lights out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, immediately the thing starts doing cartwheels. Yeah, you're night night. Yeah, this is videos where like people go up in the Blue Angels, they're sitting in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they just like, you with me, Hank? You yeah. with me? <laughs> and it's almost like part of the. And these people pay money to do it, and it's like part of the experience. It's like you—they—they they know they're gonna pass out, and it's like part of yeah. kind of feeling it. Yeah. And it, the the pilots. And then just when have they wake up, it's always hilarious. Yeah, yeah they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like seriously, they're waking up from a nap. They're just like, <laughs> can you imagine you're waking up from a nap, and <laughs> you, you, you 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 like barf everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you're on an aircraft carrier. You you probably can remember the slingshot effect going up and all that, but then you quickly pass out and then you wake up and you're like twenty thousand feet above the sea. Yeah, yeah. Like, that'd be <laughs> that'd be crazy. That's not on my resume. <laughs> no, and that's that the thing is like wild. Yeah, I mean, like all those. That's why I think they took a lot of uh, pilots, obviously oh, during yeah, Apollo, definitely. is because those guys could whisk. You know, they could handle it. You know. Yeah. But yeah, well, it's uh, you think about I mean, Neil were, Armstrong with the Gemini mission. Yeah. He would not have been able his uh, his mission that kind of went awry. Like he would not have been able to oh, fix know. that if he what wasn't was he doing like previously a pilot, a jet pilot. Oh, yeah. I know, but like how many rotations was? Oh he? my god, like ridiculous! Yeah, it was they, insane. They said it's like any other. It's seemingly any other person would have passed Just out. Passed out. His, yeah. his co-pilot Shot did. Off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, his co-pilot did. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like 
that that's that's insane. And that was when they were they had docked with the what was it Eugenia or something like that. Yeah, or, they, yeah. They had the test module that yeah. they were testing rendezvous capabilities yeah. and all that. Just insanity. But yeah, and that was because they had a a thruster that was stuck. It basically. stuck. Yeah, it was stuck they, open. Yeah. They thought it was because of the docking. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. I remember that watching the documentary on that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, good it's, story. I mean, insane. You get a sense for like how stressful that would have been in um, the first man movie. Oh yeah. yeah. They do a great yeah. job. On they, that. Do, that's, they do. That's good, what I was watching yeah. it on. They do a good job at uh, uh, kind of the, I think overall that whole movie does a good job at like what the, what they had to go through just to, you know, get selected as an astronaut. And then, yeah. um, you know, some of the stressful moments. For sure. Know, but I think my, my biggest fear just being out, I have this like, I don't, it's almost like the ah, tell opposite. us, tell us, <laughs> It's like the opposite of claustrophobia. If you were to throw me in the middle of the ocean, or hell, even like a small inland lake, but you know, doesn't even have to be in a massive body of water. I get this weird like, oh shit moment of like, I'm just out in the middle of nothing, and the, you know, it's like 400 feet below me is is the bottom, and and you know, a mile that way is the is land. I I get this weirdness about situations like that i can only imagine what that would be in space where i'm just floating around there's nothing and this it's not like oh the bottom of the lake's just right there yeah yeah there's nothing there i mean there's earth it'd be surreal that's a long way down though it's not 400 feet yeah Yeah. they call that i I, because i remember hearing about that like people call you fear of deep water but it's not necessarily it's not like a safety thing for you yeah it's like you know how to it's like a it's like just the expanse uh, yeah ex- amount of area around you exactly yeah and you they can't touch yeah philosophobia <laughs> is that what it's called yep philosophobia philosophobia that's what i have <laughs> i'm experiencing philosophobia <laughs> where is the ground <laughs> but that's that fear of yeah like i i agree i think that to some extent um like I have that too, in a way. Yeah. Like if I'm thinking like, I have no problem in swimming in a lake or whatever, but if you drive me out to like the middle of the Gulf Stream or whatever, yeah. you just drop me off and you say, hey, like you're going to be safe. There's no nothing. Yeah. No sharks. N- are no sharks you. or anything. We're just going to drive still the freak boat out. just slightly out of your sight. We'll yeah. be back. You're totally safe. Yeah. I'd, it, I'd still be, freak out. Yeah, I'd be, be looking down like by my feet. Yeah. Just and to and make you sure. can't yeah. see anything. It's just, it's yeah, just dark a, water. It's expansive yeah. blue. You might see a little yeah. ripple from the sun. That's it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I. It's that feeling must be exponentially more in yeah. space. Yeah. Especially when you're outside of the capsule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spacewalking and stuff. But my beer is empty. Yeah, yeah. mine too. And we got Me another three. good one coming. Good spot for a break uh, before we uh, dive into the other ecliptic brewing beer. But we'll be back with you in uh, just a few minutes. Cheers. 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 Welcome back from the break, episode 38. Welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. 
Sniff. Should we open another beer? Yeah, we yes, should. We should. All right. From Ecliptic Brewing. From Ecliptic Brewing, another uh, another great beer that they did. They just send this to us as well. Yeah, yep. literally, so, I think two days ago. Yep, so there. it's a seasonal. <laughs> we we wait to schedule our yeah. podcast. Like, oh man, I got a shipment from Ecliptic. <laughs> <laughs> it, it timed out well this this time. Yeah, yeah, but I I like this can. Like the the matte black can that they have going and that's on that's like, like their base both, can yeah, their base can i love this can but yeah, they just anyway, wrap it yeah. we have a uh, winter ipa um it's a seasonal it's called filament winter ipa but uh i'll go ahead There's and read off there. the little uh yeah. the document here I'm just cleansing my palate with a coors light cleaning all it. right so about filament winter ipa with tangerine a dry hopped cosmic winter wonder with a tangerine twist brewed with strata crystal mandarina and bavaria and septennial hops dang wow okay 7.2 percent and then uh it's got ibu of 70 okay so definitely so, hoppier yep Ooh, look at that orange nice pour nice Solid. head on that beer yeah that's a much hazier. That's some good hit. Much hazier than the uh, Vega IPA number one. Oh yeah, that was good. Vega IPA number one. I gotta say. Yeah. I'm Quick recap on that. that. Delicious. Yeah, you can't see through this one. That that tangerine flavor. I'm guessing. Yeah. No Give pulp. Me a little, just a little topper. All I'm right. good over here. You help yourself. Yeah. All right. Fine. Fill it up. Go on. Fill it up. <laughs> Perfect uh, three. Wow, that that worked out great. Twelve ounce can split perfectly even between the three of us. Cheers, cheers, cheers! Big shout out to the twenty twenty champs Look at this. of Oregon Beer Showdown. Mmm. Oh man, that's good. Oh, that's hoppy. It's delicious. Mm, yeah. yeah, that hop hits late. Yeah, I don't get too much tangerine. A little bit at the front. Yeah, but this is a very delicious hop. Look beer. at the color on that. Oh man. I've That's gotten good. way more into winter lagers lately. Yeah, or winter ales. Yeah, the, uh, have the, you? Yeah, the types you know. of uh, types of grain they use, I think, is a little yeah. different. It used to be too heavy for me, and mm. I'm starting to develop a taste for it. You can t- definitely yeah. tell this is dry hopped. You know, after the beer was already pretty much made and just aging, they're just yeah. throwing hops in there. Yeah. That, oh God. <laughs> just <mumbled. laughs> just let them saute. What um, I think I'll do. Uh, next next year is definitely maybe get a few different types of hops and plant them. Start that up again. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you say this was? ABV? 7.2. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, It'll get you done, mate. I would describe it as a perfectly dry hopped ale with a pleasant touch of tangerine. Yeah. They know. I I, I, good. W- I cannot wait to uh, to go to Ecliptic someday. And mm. not only meet John, but also potentially meet, it'd be really cool to meet at least his brewers, yeah. his, his yeah. guys and yeah. girls. Yeah. Um, these people are really talented, yeah. you know, yeah. like, it, like that's Vega, the Vega IPA. John Harris probably came up with the idea of it, but he's just like to his brewers, go for it. Yeah. Just pick whatever you want yeah. and make it and we'll uh, see how it tastes. So that's, that's like a testament to his staff, his brewers. And yeah, yeah they have, they have some great stuff. Absolutely. I, I just, yeah, I really, I we got to get there. Hopefully soon we can get there and hang out. I just hang out the whole day. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, hopefully they yeah. wouldn't mind. <laughs> we we, we would let them know. We'd yeah. let them know we were coming. Yeah. We got a campus set up out front. <laughs> just so you know, this this showed up here from Michigan. Mm-hmm. Road, no way, we ain't driving. Drive all the way out there and just stay there the whole time. It'd be great. Did you guys want to go see anything in this city? <laughs> no, no, we're good here. <laughs> we hit home base. Camping in the Walmart across the street. <laughs> That's like, yeah. yeah, 2019. Yeah. A lot of, or sorry, 2017. Uh, at least five, six, maybe even more campers actually staying at the Walmart parking lot. Well, I've done that. Definitely yeah. done that. Yeah. When we were coming back from Richmond, we yeah. did that. I was just exhausted and really yeah. like, let's get a couple hours of sleep. It's it's really convenient. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Need to go get something to clean myself up. I'm going to get some wet wipes in the Walmart. Okay. <laughs> Quick access to the yeah. essentials. Exactly. But yeah, delicious beer. Very good. Cool can. Cool seasonal release. Big cheers. Perfect timing. This is, uh, yeah. Very Getting into the holiday season. We yeah. Thanksgiving yeah. this week. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. At times this year with all of it, the craziness that's gone on, at times it's felt like it's gone very slow. And then other times it's felt like it's gone extremely fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some, I was thinking about that. I was out at the underground the other day. I'm like, damn, that was almost a month ago that we did underground, man. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like it's going. It, that's the thing. Is like, you just it kind of was a, just a big blur because you couldn't really do anything. You started working from home, so there's big yeah. changes and stuff like that happening. So, but I feel like it. Like I was just thinking about it the other day. It, it it's like a kind of I can't really remember summer really that much it was no. just a blur a little bit but yeah it seemed like it went a little too quick this year but yeah yeah well, we were all together over the fourth like think about how far back yeah. that, that was yeah, it feels like it was forever ago so that's yeah. what i mean there's certain yeah. times that feel like because that really wasn't that long ago but just the nature of everything going on it yeah. feels like it was forever ago it feels like it was like it was last five year. months ago yeah and that yeah. whole time we were flying through space on a big blue ball we sure were and but somebody they, was out floating around Fixing the ISS. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, just let that marinate. Mind-boggling. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The vastness of space would just be, in, in, I can't imagine, just feeling. In, How many hours would you have alive if you were doing a spacewalk and somehow became dis, uh, you know, detached from the ISS? Oh, How man. many hours would you have of consciousness? Well, until you're... Um, suit runs out of oxygen i would assume yeah yeah probably pass out first it's got to be like like six hours i would think they have on on i don't know know. wouldn't that but you wouldn't get far enough to like really change anything right it's not like you'd get past the moon or something no i wonder if you would you like start i wonder if you would like stay in the same orbit that you're in and you just float just around the earth that'd be imagine going on to be projected outward well, I think Get yeah. Well, point. if you figure something, if something critical, critically bad is happening, <laughs> you're either like being propelled from morbid topic. <laughs> I, mean, I want to go outward. <laughs> it's interesting. I mean, you're either Hopefully propelled off like something, no. something below, and you're like shot a certain way, or you're hit by something. Yeah, and that would carry your moment. So, in any case, I think you'd always be headed. Due west. <laughs> I don't know. You you would be just propelled in some odd direction. Really? You, I think so. You yeah. think so? I think okay. so. Okay. It'd be enough pressure to, to until take you. you cut that little hole, but I, but I don't hole know. in your finger, and then you could shoot yourself wherever you wanted to go. Yeah, 
and then you're good. Make yourself re-enter like, atmosphere. Like <laughs> Just Iron Man style. Your arms behind you. You're re-entering Earth. <laughs> Here I come. You come down. You're literally like a a burnt piece of toast. <laughs> <laughs> doink, doink, doink. Oh, there he is. <laughs> that I guess the the point I was trying to make is that'd be almost like your fear of being in deep in water or something like that when you're like in the middle of a lake or something. Yeah. Like if you if you were detached from the station and you don't you know like literally like the only thing you have is the oxygen that you have you're floating around like imagine that fear like yeah well orbiting like if you go to the dark side like or maybe it happens when you're in the earth's shadow yeah and there's like just that, nothingness that'd be, that'd yeah. be crazy yeah. that'd be it'd be trippy but you could turn around and you would see the best night sky you've ever seen that's true. So you look at it that way. Until you... Isn't it crazy, yeah. too? Like, I would just want to live it out. I wouldn't want to get hit by, like, a, a asteroid or something, and that's the way I go. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd want to live it out just so I could have, like, my last look at the Earth. Yeah. The It is crazy to think, too, when you're talking, like, the shadows and the shadow of the Earth. I mean, we know from the eclipse, the shadow of the moon casts down insanely, like, an insanely uh, deep shadow. Mm-hmm. And you think just, like, if you take us a look at the solar system and you consider all the shadows of each planet cast down Mm -hmm. and you think about it from a perspective of just like something out on your table and maybe you have a couple of pieces of fruit with a lamp and you're it's just weird to think that that the shadows cast just like they would yeah well i mean think about like let's say you were on i don't know say neptune or something like you know one of the outer planets and saturn or jupiter transits the sun oh yeah that eclipse would last like three hours it would be because yeah. I mean, yeah. you, you, you're that much further away from the sun yeah and that planet's that much bigger than the moon mm-hmm. i wonder if those planets ever do eclipse i don't know they have to i would think i don't know if like on the or axes on the same, yeah, i'm not axis. sure yeah. yeah you'd think that at some point they would but uh, but yeah it's just it's crazy that the, the, the shadows are just like they'd be here It'd be just yeah. the shadow on your can right there but it could go dark for like a day yeah yeah and you just think too, like the orbits, like Venus, what are they, like, how many days on Earth do you orbit in one mm. day on Venus? It's like yeah. many. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's all flowing together in one big solar system. Yeah. <laughs> Mind blown. <clears throat> Mind yep. blown. Courtesy of Eclipse on Tap. Yeah. That was a delicious yeah. Very good. Get one of those on tap. Mm. Yeah. Be delicious. Or hell, just get it here. I mean, maybe that's our Zwift. <laughs> that's our Zwift. Yeah. yeah. You boys brought Ecliptic to Michigan. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. Who knows? You never know. No, you just got to say, <clears throat> we got to find somebody, like message him on LinkedIn. Be like, we'll Venmo you 20 bucks. If you <laughs> Come on. You're good for it. Yeah. <laughs> It would be great if Ecliptic was here. I think yeah. the farthest east it is is North Carolina. One of their states is North Carolina. The really? problem is we're on a damn peninsula. Yeah. It, nobody wants to come here because of that. Like, As far as like, tr- are you talking like shipping and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not like a straight line from Milwaukee here. It pretty you got to go yeah. down around the lake and then back up here. It's and, pretty much going to come through like realistically if they're most cost effective they're probably going to distribute directly to someone in chicago yeah 
and then that Chicago distributor p- passes out to X amount of vendors, and then yeah. they're hooked into Michigan. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I don't that know. Or it's like legal stuff where you got to get like permits. A lot of it is. So I believe the um, actual brewer is charged a barrel fee. Oh, okay. In every state has like it's, it's almost like a tax. Yeah, yeah on the barrel. Um, and every state is different. And Michigan's is fairly high. Yeah, I think from I, I looked it up. Um, because I was just curious to see, like, you know, why is it that certain places that are smaller brewers, they don't have the capability to distribute to all 50 or 48 or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're just going to pick and choose. What is that process like? Because you'd think it'd almost be like just the states around them. Because, right. the, like, Ecliptic Brew or, uh, distributes to Washington State. They actually distribute to Northwest or the, uh, I guess it'd be the southwest corner of Canada. To, okay. uh, to us, like it Vancouver, seems. Yeah, Vancouver, like, uh, Calgary. Yeah. And, um, but then North Carolina, like, what's that about? So, yeah. but it's probably it's probably something tied into the taxes and stuff. I told yeah. Chandler he lives in Georgia, friend of the podcast. He needs to get over to North Carolina. Yeah, buy yeah. some ecliptic yeah. beer. Take one for the team, Chandler. <laughs> gosh darn it! I don't know how far it would be. My, my scale of like that region of the country is I don't have any idea. You I'm just saying, oh, you're in four Georgia. or five hours. Yeah. You'd think it'd be fairly. It's like headed, yeah. going to Lansing. No, it's it's like. <laughs> It's like a six-hour drive for... But it, it is uh, something, that, though, like with whether it's a tax or a permit or whatever, because we didn't used to be able to get Pandaren here, and now we can. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of it goes through. So, Lara is the... I, I just remember this from working at a beer and wine store in uh, grad school. Is just essentially the all goes through the state uh, regulatory commission, yeah. and, and so there's different taxes and things, and Pandaren might not have been on the list of recognized yeah. liqueurs so they bring it over um maybe the distributor kind of vouches for it or so. i don't know how that works but yeah. they get it added and all of a sudden they're good hmm. so yeah it'd be be cool but it is funny the scale like i bet you people from the south that southeast corner of the country if you were to say how far is it to go from the lower peninsula to the upper in the state of Michigan, they'd be like, oh, yeah, a few yeah, hours. Five, yeah. six hours. I and it's yeah. like 12. Yeah. Yeah. Or 13 Actually, even. Yeah, Casey and I were talking about that. His daughter might go to Tech. Oh, nice. That's a far away, though. Yeah. He's, he was like, you ever been up to, like, Mount Bohemia skiing or anything like that? I'm like, I've thought about it, but it's, like, 13 <laughs> hours away. If yeah. I got in my car and drove west, I'd be damn near in Colorado. Yeah. I uh, I've, I went snowboarding once at Bohemia in uh, Houghton-Hancock area. Yeah. It's nice. I mean, it's... I had a bunch of friends that went to Michigan Tech, so I went up there one time um, to visit, and that it's like almost their mountain. Uh, Michigan Tech's like hill. Yeah, like they yeah. they manage it, I believe. Right. Um, but it's yeah, it's as good as you'd have out here, if not well, actually significantly better. I yeah. think it was there was some pretty I hard runs. I think it's runs. like three times the length of Boyne Mountain. Yeah, yeah. It's I remember there being very long runs, and there also being plenty of like difficult runs yeah if, if you were going for that yeah they don't groom a whole lot of it i don't think no, a lot of it was like pseudo backcountry yeah style yeah i mean you're not getting probably as much powder as you're going to get in colorado but that yeah. same style yeah but yeah that's a far away send it. it's a good school though yeah so she's considering yeah. going there yeah one of the uh, eot members daughters he was out in full kit i felt a little bit bad because i didn't have my kit on oh, oh. We, today you had all your office stuff on i did oh Yesterday. We were out oh, yesterday, there. yeah. 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 Too cold for me. Hmm. I feel like after Underground, man, I kind of 
my, 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 well, we did the one ride yeah. at the underground after that. that Somebody's been Wednesday. blowing it off, though. It's in good shape. It's probably It might have been that guy I talked to. Remember, because he said he was a landscape architect, and he was yeah. really yeah. thrilled to see the trail you know, could become be. what it is. He, he, he mentioned that, though. He's like, I have a backpack oh, maybe uh, blower. There. Yeah. Maybe he's doing it. Yeah. Good thing, because mine's down right now. He lives like... You know where like Otilia and all that is? Yeah. Like that's he oh. was right there. So oh, I mean it could be him, yeah. For him, he's close. He that he told me like, you know, at some point he stumbled upon it just because it was in such close proximity proximity to his neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But back then that ten years ago, whatever. Yeah. Like, jump park pretty much. Yeah. And then his friend in Granville was like, Oh yeah, they redid it. Yeah. <laughs> they the the black angels of the underground did it. It's in such good shape too. Is it when Still? Mattingly and I wrote it? Like, you know, it's it, all the new sections are getting broken in so nicely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mean, thanks to Underground Man, there's yeah, a lot of yeah. a lot of runs through there. And the, like the the correct line, like when we cut that trail, we kind of, you know, you, you look at it and you're like, okay, I think this is how I would take a corner around here. But then you eventually have to modify it a little bit because yeah. like you Natural. take it at speed and and your line's a little bit different. It's got to stay fluid. Yeah, and it's it's just really like coming into its own like the lines are developed where it's not when we first started riding it you'd like get a little bit offline and it just wash out because it wasn't packed in it's like all you know composted from 15 years of trees it's leaving leaves the terrain probably the terrain has uh taken on what you'd expect at a place like luton or merrill yeah exactly heavily used yeah yeah that's really cool to see we had a good day um, just in general for doing that many laps out there just because it was a little bit damp too. So yeah. having yeah, a little a bit, a little bit of rain the day before and it was good to, I mean, yeah. it was a little bit like there was that one corner that was a, a little bit of a pool, but yeah, um, that was so hard. Yeah. My back is not yeah. right since then. I swear, <laughs> I swear my back is still like screwed it, up from that. It's not a smooth, I mean, it, it's a good it, there's good sections where it's nice and smooth, but it's there's a lot going on on that trail. It's like yeah. you're not ever really relaxed. No, it's congested. So. It's like it's like taking a lap of Cannonsburg and condensing it down. Yeah. I mean, I think there. Yeah, there's probably harder features in Cannonsburg, but all like the you get a little reprieve windy, between. Yeah, but you yeah. you just delete those, and that's yeah. that's the underground. Yeah, it's pretty sandy trail. Sandy AF. Sure. Oh. So I didn't finish the story about the kids that were moving the rocks. Oh, yeah. So I, t- I texted Old Balls and Brant and said, hey, these kids are out there with like a little like gardening shovel and they're digging up all the rocks in your rock garden and they're like clearing, you know, a runway there. And Old Balls just texted me back. He goes, kick their asses. It's <laughs> the most Old Balls response ever. Kick their asses. <laughs> Do it for me. Come on now. Uh, old balls. I could see them getting really, like, furiating. Like, just if they show up and they're the rocks. Because they've yeah. been talking about rocks for, like, two months. Yeah. And they show up and they're all moved. Well, they recruited us to yeah. try and help them move their rocks. Yeah, no thank you. We all got a nice little uh, Cooter's Latte. Yeah. With my uh, Dick's Rockies. Drive-In Bar. Dick's Drive-In Bar was Koozie. the best. That, that's such a vivid memory, being in that bar at 9.30 in the morning. With people sitting at people the bar, sitting, <laughs> people drinking, <laughs> but I specific, it's just weird. Like that little, a lot of that day I remember very well, but yeah. there was a lot, you know, some parts of it that just like any other memory, you kind of just have this vague memory, but like sitting in there, you and I, and we spotted the eclipse, uh, moonshine 
in the yeah. top right after we bought our case. Yeah. Was it Moonshine or 151? It was Moonshine. It was oh. actually really, moonshine. really good. Yeah. We drank the whole bottle it after was a the pint. eclipse. It was a, yeah, it was a pint. So, okay. be, But between... I don't think John drank it because he was so hungover no. from what he thought was Moonshine. One um, Everclear. It was actually Everclear. Ever, Everclear. One same of the thing. most potent liquors. Yeah. A real Moonshine is about the same ABV or yeah, as whiskey. It's yeah. like 50-ish yeah. percent. Yeah. And um, But we had a pint. I think it was me and you and your dad, just the three of us pretty much... Yeah, split that. We thing. did. It was, yeah, this is like a, right a, after a the pint, right after the eclipse. Yeah, that was good. Or after the totality. I've after only had totality. moonshine one time, and I thought I was drinking like kerosene. This is good. I it's, didn't even. This tastes like I didn't even care. So was, you know the normal like if you're, if you drink a clear liquor versus a, um, you know a dark liquor that's been aged in a barrel, whether it's tequila barrel aged is more of like a sipping tequila yeah and like obviously bourbon and whiskey and all that pretty easy to sip on whereas if you drink like a vodka even if it's a really really good vodka it still has that bite to it because yeah. it's just like open alcohol pretty much yeah. that's like the moon the eclipse on or the eclipse on tap moon <laughs> that's <laughs> it um that's the eclipse on tap moon hopkinsville what is it called? Why am I? Oh, Casey Jones. Distil- Casey, yeah, Casey, Casey Jones. Jones. Casey Jones uh, makes the um, Eclipse Moonshine. Okay. And, yep. it, and it just like, it has, it's really well made, but it still has that like open alcohol bite. That, yeah. That's kind of how I'd describe it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I actually have a full fifth of it unopened. Yeah. What, you, how did you get that again? Did you when Julia and I were in Lexington? Oh, okay. The state of Kentucky, as yeah. you know, like has the uh, liquor barns or whatever they call them. It's yeah. like all at the one store. And uh, I saw one fifth of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because nice. yeah, it has the original label. Yeah. Because now they, they still make it, but they have it's a different label. Yeah. It's it, saving cool, that cool, for twenty twenty four. Yeah. Well, that's kind of the thought, but I don't know. We we could crack it here. Hey, yeah. episode forty. Yeah, we yeah. could. There's no. Could. I mean, there's no reason. Like, we could easily get another bottle. Like. Yeah. I mean, they would have the new label, but the new label is cool too. Is it's it a, a fifth l- or a pint? It's a fifth. I have well, a full. We're fifth. gonna need race chaser. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll, oh yeah, we'll he'd have to be here. Yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll call up John too. Yeah, we should do a there. big episode for forty. Like, yeah. just get in some people. Yeah, we need. Yeah, we, I don't know. It's been a while be since fun. we've had a guest. Yeah. The last one we had was uh, Chandler when yeah. we had yeah. our thirty thirty six. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah, that was our three years. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a few episodes uh, that we've had a guest, but that was fun with Chandler. Yeah. That was a good time. Met Tom Hanks that night. <laughs> Met Tom. Hanks. Yep, you did. Yep, that was a a real cool gift from our good friend. Um. Yep. But yeah, we'll bring on another guest. Maybe for 40, yeah. It'd be fun. It, it, if we do crack the Eclipse Moonshine, it's only um, it's only uh, proper to make sure we definitely get John and the Race Chaser here. Yep. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get John here. We'll get uh, the Race Chaser. He'll, I mean, he'll, he'll be... Oh, yeah. Race Chaser will <laughs> no be problem. sprinting Chris's here. arm. <laughs> be sprinting here with his new hip. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, we'll get John yeah. scheduled in and... Uh, or you know, even if he's I don't know if he's back up north or it's, whatever, but it's you can been, call in. It's been since I think like the first handful of episodes that we had John on. Yeah, we had John on I think episode John, if you're listening really, for like the first time three. it's I think it was yeah. episode three. You did yeah. the two yeah. of you, then you did my dad and then I think And then was, three, yeah. He was on the yeah, so he was our fellow eclipse chaser back in twenty seventeen. Um our our friend John and I think, yeah, that was, I mean, it's been several years since he's been on, but it was a really good episode. He's um, got a lot of interesting thoughts about, like, the advancement of space and all, uh, space exploration, and it was, he's someone that's really got a passion for it, so it'd be cool to have him on. 
Yeah. Maybe for 40. Yeah. Well, cause there's nothing like the fifth is just sitting on my bar cart. You know, it's, it's sealed, but there's not really like, yeah. it'd be cool to save it for 2024. But at the same time, like if we have a good occasion for it now, then yeah. we could make our own and, and do well, that we, at we the 2024 eclipse. Yeah. We talked about that, right? Cause it was going to be seven years. Yeah. And we're thinking, you know, most bourbons, they start as this kind of moonshine looking clear liquor. And then they go into the barrel for like six years. So right when the first eclipse happened, I know we talked about that for a while. Because yeah. you can buy like those little oak barrels. They're yeah. like the size of like those mini kegs of Oberon. Yeah. And you just dump like a couple, maybe a half gallon worth of, you would just pick out probably, they call it white dog whiskey. Essentially it's moonshine. Mm-hmm. But most of the places sell like Buffalo Trace. Everyone yeah. knows that, but they sell Buffalo Trace White Dog, which is just their raw liquor. Yeah. And then you can do with what, you know, what you want with it. Um, so yeah, you, we wouldn't even have to like distill anything. We can no. just buy. Yeah. Just buy a couple of fi- liquor yeah. and yep, like a, a couple of whiskey, like, uh, yeah, Buffalo Trace does it or Heaven Hill is a lot. Like a lot of the big names that, you know, are actually like as a result of the root of Buffalo Trace or Heaven Hill or whatever, but they have their own brand. Yeah. But they, yeah. they initially just buy the actual liquid from another distillery that just makes it yeah and then they do their craft with it which is putting it in the barrel and all that put so, it in the barrel spice it we'll, we'll yeah we can throw some spice on there so we yeah i don't we'll know salt what, and so how many years we're so we're four or a little less than four years yeah three and a half years i don't know what an age that's that? crazy three and a half years because man it felt like forever ago yeah not that long ago and now yeah. it's seemingly it's right creeping up the on us pretty pretty quick here it's a four-year-old yeah we got to figure out where we're going to go too because yeah. technically it goes with within very close proximity to us it goes through indianapolis toledo but with i'm it just being worried april about 8th, that time of year april yeah. 8th april 8th is going to very likely be a cloudy day yeah in the midwest i mean yeah. the, it like odds the statistics would tell you it's just it could be cloudy and very well maybe rainy we should get a farmer's almanac it could probably be us. snowing could be snowing, yeah. yeah. So I think I think we go to the very southwest corner of the trail of the path, yeah. Yeah. which would be like San Antonio, yeah, Arkansas, yeah. Somewhere and it's down. a wide path this time around. Yeah, so. much much wider than yeah. the 2017 eclipse, which means that the actual totality is a lot longer, mm-hmm. double. Mm-hmm. We we saw it for two minutes and thirty two one minutes forty some. Yeah, two some minutes four. Yeah, <laughs> 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 two minutes forty some. Um. This one's for something in the southwest corner. So, because we actually had in 2017, we were in the spot of the longest duration. The epicenter, yeah. So, so, so we we can't accept anything less than that in 2024. Yeah. So I don't, the yeah. further south you go, the longer the ter- totality duration is. So, yeah. I think I don't know It'll where the uh, actual like longest is. This probably time. In Mexico. Yeah, I think it's I think it's maybe s- further southwest than the U.S is yeah but i know the crossing i got a two, passport <laughs> the yeah. crossing of the two is carbondale they got yeah. they got lucky with well maybe not because in 2024 or 2017 they kind of had mixed conditions in carbondale because that was one of our yeah. original spots but they're just just what happened to be that little city in Serious? southern indianapolis that's crossed at both yeah wow. so so they get 2017 and 2024 um lucky but yeah. they do have i mean it's you're still in indiana so you're technically kind of in the midway i mean it's south but it's it might be cloudy you know yeah. you don't know you gotta yeah. hope that for would a really suck good day for them yeah because it was cloudy last time like the people who were in carbondale were they it was got, hit or miss yeah it was hit or miss so like most people 
that I saw, it was just cloudy the whole time. But yeah, it's like my... Imagine um, two times. Yeah. How rare is that, that it goes through the town yeah, it's, twice it's, in you know, that it's, span? Somewhere has to be the, the, the crossing point, and it just so happened to be them. But my buddy, Andy Versteeg, he saw it just south of Carbondale, mm-hmm. and he, he had great photos of it, saw it just fine. He said some clouds were rolling in through the... Uh, um, the, the the early stages of the eclipse mm. but when totality hit it was fine but then people downtown that were at like those parties like the big you know the the city put on like a big show essentially yeah downtown i think all those people were clouds yeah yeah, yeah. that's why we, had, we we were carbondale and then potentially jefferson city jefferson, jefferson city. city and then uh and then ultimately hopkinsville because we were gonna camp in jefferson city we were, yeah, because that was the only thing available. The hotels were sold out, so it was just camping. Um, Carbondale, your dad had a hotel uh, booked for years, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But because that was looking at it from four years in advance, because that's what that's what's nuts is we started planning twenty seventeen. Well, like I don't know, I was I was only around from twenty thirteen on, but or twenty fourteen on, but like even that three years in advance of the. Yeah. The first one, it was like full on, yeah. let's plan this. <clears throat> yeah. But Carbondale just sounded like it was going to be a good spot. Yeah. And then ultimately... I'd say we go to Texas. I think so. Yeah. It's, that way you're going to be able to... There's there's a lot of space there. Yeah. Yeah. And the, you can spread I think out. the likelihood of uh, overcast skies that time of year is probably way less than mm-hmm. yeah. anywhere in between. But Yeah, because you're not in hurricane season because so, that's the fall. Yep. So there's not going to be any tropical storms. It's yeah, Texas is the way to go, or at yeah. least somewhere in the southwest. Yeah, which San Antonio would be the farthest southwest. By that time, we'll have a eclipse on tap paraphernalia trailer that we can bring down there. Sell our eclipse yeah, get glasses. It <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sell our eclipse glasses, shirts. Yeah, That'd <laughs> amongst be cool. other goodies. That'd be cool. Be like a carnival. Yeah. <laughs> Caramel apples on the side. Popcorn. Yeah. But yeah, it would uh, be a good spot, I think, San Antonio. Because I, I, you think about like the, in 2017, th- we were talking about Smarter Every Day. Dustin down in Alabama, he went to Wyoming and he had like the best sky ever. I mean, we had we got really lucky in Hopkinsville, but in Wyoming, it was like not even a question. Yeah. Just, just wide open. It's big sky country. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just a lot of blue skies. So. We got to figure that out um, and make sure we're getting to the right place. Whether or not we road trip it down there in a big RV, rental RV, whatever, or yeah. we fly in, it, it doesn't matter, but it'd be kind of fun to do the road trip. I map quested Austin a couple weeks ago or last week because I was looking at going to the Grand Prix there. Um, I think it was 22 hours yeah. to Austin. So yeah. San Antonio is probably two days or at least two days of driving, maybe yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah, you figure you we'll drive. wrap a big bus. Yeah. You could drive down to Indy. Eclipse or bus, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you could like drive down to Indy or Kansas City area, somewhere in there, take a night, drive down to southern Arkansas, take a night, and then drive we in could, the last few hours the next yeah, day. Yeah, we could pick up Zach. He's down in southern southern Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Missouri connection area. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll get the big uh, pilgrimage. Yep. That's the yes. word I was looking for. It's got to be fluid, too. Got to be a fluid pilgrimage. If we're, if we're in a uh, camper or like an RV. You got to talk Mike into wrapping his. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we could. How Mike, much would it be to rent, ask. <laughs> to rent like an RV? Oh, that, that's, that's it's, a fortune. It is expensive, yeah. It's something that uh, 
would require a lot of figuring out, you know. You pay like by the day and by the mile with yeah. those. And I oh, think you're, in, and you're buying gas. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll figure it out. Um, if it's something where it's just going to be easier, easier for us to fly in and then rent a car or something there. Yeah. Whatever we need to do, we'll make it happen. It's yep. not like we're going to have, I mean, the only thing is the telescope, the five in, or the six inch was cool to have, which yeah. is mandatory. Um, so we might need to figure out a way to road trip it. <laughs> race chaser will be retired by then. Yeah. Race yeah. chaser, you just drive. <laughs> we'll meet you down there. We're coming in on the jet. <laughs> yeah. Pick us up. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. He's mentioned that actually. Yeah. Yeah. He, he said that if, if they decide that they, maybe they wanted to get an RV of some kind that, uh, they drive it down there in the weeks in advance yeah. that cause they're just driving around. Oh, he'll then, have, he'll have a small town built. Oh, by the yeah. Time we get there. <laughs> yeah. And if we, yeah, if, we, yep. if we fly in and he picks us up, then yeah, it's going to be set up to yeah. the nines. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll have him drive the merch downhill. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a band. Yeah. Um, but We'd have to get, we, we should build like a little uh, novelty affordable denture sign. <laughs> we should. Just a little, like a, something to put on the table. Yeah. That, I've got a picture of it. Yeah. <clears throat> we can, we can make one up. That was our shade for the day. Uh, affordable dentures, I owe uh, a lot to because I, yeah. we, and we <laughs> it was swampy. It was swampy. And I don't think any of us, I mean, we're, we were coming from you know, the summer in Michigan, but I didn't, I'm not going to lie. I didn't have like sunblock packed in my bag. Yeah. I just didn't think yeah. about it. And so we get out there and it's just, I didn't even have a hat. Oh. And so luckily. You had tin foil though. I had tin foil, yeah. <laughs> Which but, was a <laughs> terrible idea. But your dad had a few like magic steel hats in his car or yeah. whatever. And he just lent me one of those just to have some shade, but <laughs> I, not I, let me get. I do recall like yeah. I, I was standing there when you were making the tin foil hat. I was just. <laughs> It was great. That was that was so great. Yeah, I, like and we John had, had the tinfoil on his eyes. Yeah, we had. Uh, yeah, we had. That that was a good good time. We had a lot of fun doing. Yeah, it, that was probably at like before the eclipse because it was like early was, in the morning. Yeah, we one one thirty was the eclipse, and that was probably at like eleven. And we bought the Quiz Light at nine thirty. So oh. you connect the dots. <laughs> well, on your way. Yeah, feeling a nice riding a good bus. We were yeah. the first ones at Affordable Dentures. We yeah. we were like us and uh, what was the guy's name from Texas? Oh, speaking in Texas. Yeah, what was our Shit. friend Ben? Ben. Ben. He he pulled in just shortly after. Ben from Texas. Ben, we need a place he, to stay. He was from Houston. He was from oh, yeah. No. He was from Houston. His wife couldn't make it, but he went on a tan. Just like I gotta go. Yeah. And he just drove. He was he was the coolest. I wish we I wish we would have connected with him to the point where we could still stay connected in this capacity. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz he was um the, Oh my god, that's amazing. That's yeah, that's, had the that's best him. accent. Yeah. But he wasn't like weird. Like he knew that we had our thing going. Your dad was setting up the 6-inch and stuff and he wasn't like, "Oh, can I look in there?" You know. Yeah. He was very like he was just very polite. But once our his you know, he was by himself, but once he and our group kind of joined forces as far as like watching this thing together yeah like it, it just it, he was really a nice guy it was yeah. it was a lot of fun so it, i i don't know i'd love to see if he'd be willing to meet us we had a whole line of people walking up to uh at the end look through, yeah to, uh, look through the telescope and yeah race yeah, chaser charging there's probably seven or eight people <laughs> it's a business opportunity, i think that was boys. <laughs> was that that was before during the the partial before and after yeah when people were lining up just to see the moon tra- traversing the sun. I mean, that that, yeah. that was amazing to see. But um, 
if you're talking about astronauts getting hit by you know micro pieces particles and stuff and being propelled in a direction out into outer space yeah what if they were hit by an alien and they couldn't tell anybody about it because what if the tic-tac grabbed them away yeah you have to imagine they saw a tic-tac or they've seen tic-tacs they've seen some shit i hope that tic-tacs are real like that would be insane yeah can you imagine like if yeah. the Pentagon just released like, oh yeah, it just so happens that the, what was the Hey, we're name? in, we're in the second shutdown. It's like the perfect time for them to release yeah, something like that. Yeah, because it was the, like, the first yeah. bit of news was in the first shutdown. Yeah. So, um, what was the guy's name? Bob Lazar. Yeah. If they said like, oh yeah, actually all the stuff that Bob Lazar was saying, the descriptions of the craft. Yeah, we have matches, nine of them. Matches the ones we have in our back garage. Hmm. Yeah. Be ins- that'd be insane. Because yeah. you see that, that video that your dad showed us where it's like, almost like a mega TikTok, like orbiting the moon. Yeah. I, yeah. Know, I know it's like probably easy to fake a video like that, but that one, it has that feel of it's somebody very zoomed in on their, t- they have a yeah. real magnification on their telescope and they're like taking kind of a video through it. It it feels real. Yeah. And it, I want it to be real. It'd be, be crazy. As I long want, as they were I friendly. I want them tip-tacks. Before I <laughs> die, <laughs> I just want to know. I just want to know before I die. Yeah, I think that would be a big part of it. Would be the closure. Yeah. Would be the closure of knowing that, well, like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot out. Uh, there's a lot else yeah. out there, not just something. Well, I mean, like, when you die, there's a good chance you'll know too. You know. Yeah. I hope so. Well, unless the, the, the lights go out and the lights go out, that could be what happens to us. We don't know. Or it is crazy to think about that because yeah. I've you know you think about like what okay if if you were to just die and then you become you just become organic matter right yeah your conscience is like still that's that same feeling of when you're laying in bed and you're thinking what's beyond space and and the bounds just keep it racks your brain and you you have to stop thinking about it because you get stressed or anxious right that's that same feeling yeah yeah would it just be like you're sleeping forever and you never wake up but then how do you ever know that you were sleeping all along right like what happened before i got here yeah i wasn't here i don't because if you fell asleep and you just keep sleeping, I then just came into existence one moment. Who knows? Well, God, <laughs> one heated moment. <laughs> one, <laughs> one heated, heated moment. <laughs> heated. <laughs> Ain't gonna edit this one out. <laughs> it is nuts to think about. Yeah, nuts. <laughs> nuts are involved. Oh man, we got actually going on this same laugh fest at the eclipse the night before. Yeah, yeah it, we were in the hotel and we just started talking. We had like a Think similar about how conversation. Much more fun the next eclipse is gonna be. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's gonna be good. Twenty twenty four will be an amazing time. I mean, we've talked about it for what will have been almost seven years when that comes. Um, so, and yeah. then unfortunately, we we have a bit of a span after that. Uh, I think it, what is it twenty. 48 I, I think. think so yeah 2048 so yeah another century or another generation yeah you know 24 years well, i think i'm gonna make it no oh, well I'm, I, I'm not saying that i'm just saying that yeah. it's gonna be a long time right mm-hmm. well i mean my kids will be what like seven and, and five in 2024 yep so they'll be mila will be or like 30 eight and six so yeah mila will be like 30 yeah and she'll be 30 the next time yep that's wow. that's crazy to think about i'm I like i i think about that because i i want them to enjoy it 
and at their age, will they really understand it? Will they like remember it when they're mm-hmm. 20 years old? If she's old? seven, I think she would. Yeah. Yeah. She would. Emrys would be five? Six. Because it, it's, it's April, April so he'll be six and she'll be eight? just about to turn eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She'll remember that. I think she'll definitely remember it. He might not yeah. if he's that young, but yeah. I mean, he might have glimpses of it right. later. Um, but I think if I, I remember stuff vividly from when I was eight. I do too. Very vividly, yeah. yeah. Big events. And before then, but yeah. Yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe Emrys would, would get, but yeah, tw- it's just when you think about the sca- the time frame of these eclipses, it, it brings into light, of course, how rare they really are. Right. They don't come around very often. We're lucky, actually, very, very lucky to have 2017 and 2024, right. both in North America, very short time frame in between. Yep. That does not happen. No, not very often. Yeah. So 2024 will be good. We'll get a yeah. good plan and we will get down to somewhere in the Southwest and make it happen. Yep. But I know my beer is empty. I think y'all are too. Yeah. Yep. So we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up for episode 38 here in the month of November. Um, be sure to check us out on our social media at Eclipse on Tap for Instagram and Twitter. We also have a Facebook page and the website eclipseontap.space where you can log in and, well, not log in, but you can see the episodes there too. Um, we also have, speaking of, we were talking about interviews. Yeah. Um, I have a little link on, not a link, but a page on the website that has a, like a directory of the interviews we've had. Oh. You know, just the kind of like, so yeah. if someone was interested, oh yeah, you, I heard you guys talking about Brady Kennison, like where can I find his yeah. website it's all on the website so um definitely check it out and then if you're old school and you want to connect with us via email eclipse on tap at gmail.com yep and but, uh, as always send uh, photos or whatever you whatever you, i mean tell keep us it photos. space related please yeah well, but <laughs> if you're cracking an ecliptic brewing yeah yeah i'd love to reshare it. that stuff on the instagram yeah. you know like a, on the story or whatever is somebody yeah. You know, if Chandler gets ecliptic, if he goes over to North Carolina and gets it, um, that, that'd be cool. It's stuff that's just fun to spread around, um, the, the passion for space and share with uh, our listeners the kind of bonds we've built with our partners to be able mm-hmm. to share that uh, with our listeners is a lot of fun. So uh, with all that said, we will see you in likely a snowy December. Um, Yay. For my but, golden anniversary. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, 39 on 39. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Golden. 39 yeah. on 39. But I uh, hope everyone's staying safe out there, and we will send you big cheers for uh, episode 38. Cheers. Cheers. cheers.